Welcome to Just an Andrew Didn't Tell Podcast. There it is. There it is. Well, well, welcome into <laughs> Just an Average NFL Podcast. You know, it's funny when we're not ready, or I'm not ready, it's not like we have somebody else that starts it, and we're not. Yeah, we, you know, that I'm we, the one that start everything. Well, we both looked at each other, we're ready, let's do it, and then yeah. neither one of us were, we're actually ready. ready. <laughs> yeah. We're both over here like, oh. Maybe I should quit surprising myself. Eh, well. <laughs> Uh, That's what we're here for. Surprises, man. Surprises. All right. You can find us at avgnflpod.com. Go there. Buttons to take you to our podcast, to our socials, and all the good stuff. Or you can search for us on just about every platform at Just an Average NFL Podcast. Go give us a like. Follow and subscribe or subscribe, whatever it requires. Help us get this thing off the ground, please. So here we are getting ready for week five. Mm-hmm. Week four in the books. That Monday yep. night game. I think Daniel Jones just got sacked three more times. Yeah. The Monday night game was, um, wasn't that the Chiefs and Jets? Was it? I think that was the, that, okay. the Taylor Swift game. You're right, it and, was. And, uh, okay, well, yeah, the, the Sunday Wilson, night game was the Giants The game. Sunday night game, That's yes. Yeah, okay, well, either way, game. he still got sacked three more times. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, he's, yeah, definitely. It, it was not. Okay. It was not good. But you, you were correct in the statement you made. <laughs> I just didn't want to cause any confusion. You know what's like, funny is the uh, – I can't remember who the fuck they played. The Browns? Um, yes. Okay. That sounds familiar. God, either way, you know, you think if you're going to do a podcast about football, you'd have your information. Nah, but that's why we're just average. It's overrated, man. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's funny is they gave up 11 no, you sacks. you were right. It was the shit. Seahawks and Giants. On, I guess it was Monday night. It's the last game slated. It was the Seahawks playing the Giants. Yes. Yeah, you that's were right. right. You were the right, Sunday night game was the, yeah, was was the Taylor the, Swift game. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm retarded. Okay. <laughs> but yes, it was the Seahawks and Giants okay. on Monday night. Thank you. I, I could have swore the Giants was game. the last thing I remember seeing because it was imprinted in my mind. But okay, so on the Monday night game. You're dead on. And the funny thing is, is the Seahawks. So a couple things. Um, my oldest boy, Matt, he went into Monday night down by 25. Mm-hmm. Had a fifteen percent chance of winning in his, uh, I guess, a work league or friends league or something. Yeah, and he played the Seahawk defense that dropped thirty two. Wow! <laughs> wow! That'll do it. Yeah, they had a pick. They had a couple interceptions, a pick six, eleven sacks. They just they just dumpster rolled them. Yeah. But uh, I was gonna say is of the eleven sacks, Daniel Jones only took ten of them. The eleventh one went to um, I, I can't remember what wide. I think it was Paris Campbell. They tried to do a wide receiver pass. <laughs> they did a backwards pass to Paris Campbell, and before he could get his feet set, he was getting rolled up. Wow. Had he tucked it and tried to scramble a little bit, it wouldn't have been a sack. It wouldn't have been a sack, yeah. But he didn't even have time to even react. He turned to try, he caught it, turned to try to pass, and he was getting rolled up. That's that's crazy. <laughs> and so Paris Campbell actually got sacked in that game <laughs> once. <laughs> that's look, the Seahawks they were they were not discriminating against anybody. If you had the football, your ass was getting fucking. Yeah, sacked. you're getting tackled. You're getting <laughs> taken down. Period. No matter what, but yeah, that well, there's not a lot to talk about that game other than the fact that the Giants look horrendous. We called it before the season. Yeah, we felt like last year was was kind of a fluke, fluky type type year that they didn't really have the talent. But because they did play so good last year, they got rewarded with a harder schedule, and it's showing. Yep. And uh, so I don't know what they're going to do, but their O line is it makes their O line so bad it makes the the Bengals O line look good. 
Yeah, the Bengals' old O line looked good too. Like, <laughs> yeah, back. Yeah, in Daniel the, Jones would love to have the Bengals O line right now. <laughs> he definitely. Would, he would probably rather not have an O line altogether. Yeah, yeah it's I mean, the same. Just that way, he just doesn't expect anyone to do anything. Well, they don't get up as much, like you know, strength pushing other people out of the way, <laughs> and for they just run into him. Well, and if just you, gets it, done with the it. thing is, is, it's one of those. It's like. I would rather have nobody to depend on than have to depend on somebody if they're going to keep letting me down. Yeah, keep letting you know? me down. So exactly. Don't even give me an O line. Just, uh, just I'll, I'll do a self hiking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then, then he can just he can play quarterback. Just make him count like five Mississippi. Exactly. <laughs> let him be out there like Adam Sandler and Longest Yard. Just just let him through. Yeah, <laughs> yeah let him through. So yeah, the, the Monday night game was trash. But let's hit on some news real quick. Um, there's a lot of limiteds and, and stuff going on. I'll run through some real quick, real fast. Saquon was limited. Um, he's still battling the ankle issue. I I think he's going to be back this week. They need him to be back. Uh, Miles uh, Sanders is dealing with a growing issue. Uh, growing issue. Um, I think Chuba's probably going to have another decent week, or at least getting carries. Yeah. Um, although the Lions are tough against the run, but uh, Derek Carr is uh, limited with his shoulder. Damian Pierce uh, was limited with a knee. Odell still limited with his ankle. Ramondre uh, Stevenson's got a thigh issue. Kenny Pickett, we thought, may not play this week, but it, it seems like he is going to play, but he was limited with his knee issue. And Debo is out at, there at practice, so he might play this week, but he's still limited with his ribs. Um, and then a few did not practice. As Kyron Williams did not practice with a hip. They did say they expect him to play. This is more about management and, and yeah. than anything. Elijah Mitchell did not practice. Javante Williams did not practice, but I don't. They're saying that he might play this week. Um, I hope so. I mean, uh-huh. I, I I I don't want him to hurt himself, but right. You know, fantasy purposes, I do hope he's out. Well, they went. Everybody went out there and dumped Fab and whatever to get McLaughlin, and then they're like, Nah, you know what? Javante's probably going to play. Yeah, so. Javante will probably be there. It'll be <laughs> all right. Uh, Amon Ra's dealing with an abdominal strain. He did not practice, so we need to monitor that as well. Um, let's see. Jameson Williams back to practice. Um, I guess the the NFL changed their betting policy uh, outside the workplace or some crap. I yeah, they, they so now it's only two week, two weeks if people get caught instead yeah. of six. So he served an extra two. He was out four, um, but he is back at practice. Um, if he's on your waivers and you got a spot, you should probably at least roster him to see what he's going to do. Especially if Amon Ra's got an issue. I yeah, mean, he could be limited and right Williams to see a lot more. Um, Jonathan Taylor back at practice today. Full so, practice, too. Full, I mean, yeah. It was like, yeah. So uh, I, I expect him, like, I've always expected him to play, even if he didn't get traded, because again, he can't burn that last year of his rookie deal if he's on the pup. Uh, Joe Burrow says he's feeling better. I don't know what the fuck that means. <laughs> you know who's not feeling better is all the Joe Burrow fantasy Owner, yeah, managers. Fantasy. Trust me, I can speak to a couple leagues I have him in. And I got Joshua Dobbs. I went and got him off waivers. He's playing this week over Burrow. This will I, be the week Burrow drops 50. That's probably what's going to happen. I mean, I've got I've been playing Jared Goff over him the last two weeks. You know, yeah. just because it's like, I mean, golf's been. Yeah, doing, you were smart to go ahead and jump off when you could. Yeah, just to, just to, I mean, you, you kind of drafted him to hold on me. to that. Yeah. But at the same time, after week two, it was like, I, you know what? I, 
I can see the writing on the wall right now. And until the Bengals turn it up, turn it off, whatever they got going on. There's so much going on with that offense, though. It's not even just Burrow. Like, their O-line we just talked about is not very good. Yep. Um, there are some injuries there. Joe Mixon looks like, uh, you know, he's 47 years old out there. He's extremely slow. Higgins yeah. can't seem to catch the ball. And he's, now, he's, now got, he's hurt, yeah. Now he's got rib injuries and stuff. And people, he, is Irv anybody going to step up? Yeah, you know, Irv Smith, like, I mean, uh, uh, as usual, is hurt. Yeah, he's not doing anything. And, uh, and so – yeah, I don't know that this this uh they should have put Burrow on the IR to start the season, and and because uh, it, it wouldn't have they definitely it, wouldn't have had a worse record. It's done nothing. Yeah, it would, yeah maybe they would maybe maybe zero and four instead of one and three. But yeah, it's yeah. I and who knows? You know, sometimes with these new quarterbacks, you get a couple other people involved. It might yeah. have been a different game altogether. Well, the know? way Burrow has been throwing the ball, I mean. I can't imagine a quarterback would have been worse. Yeah. And, I don't I don't know. Who is their backup there? That's uh, um. I picked him up. I have I him. Somebody Browning. Else. Josh Browning. Oh, Josh Browning. Okay. Okay. Um. So we'll see how that that works out for them. But uh, I will not be picking him as a smash or anything anytime soon. No. All right. So uh, for there, let's roll into breaking down some of these games. We're going to start with the Thursday night game. Let's see. What is this button again? Uh, that works. Welcome to the Thursday Night Breakdown. That kind of stops abruptly. Yes. Yes. (laughs) It's just like, all right, I'm done. Yeah, I'm out. I'm out. All right, so the Thursday Night game, we're not going to spend a ton of time on it. It's the Bears at the Commanders, the Footy footy McFootball Manders. Josh Fields showed out uh, last week, finally um, got to the party and uh, looked great. And the crazy thing is, is he didn't rush the ball hardly at all. It was all on his uh, his arm, mm-hmm. which uh, you wouldn't expect. And uh, so, if he mixes, if he can pass that well, and he mixes in some runs, he could get real dangerous. I'm going to a league that's not has some weird scoring stuff like yours does. So when I talk yeah, about had, these guys, he had 25 rushing yards. Yeah, um, and uh, and 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 so he just he had you know what 370 passing yards or something. Uh, 335. And 20, so six, four passing touchdowns. I was about to say. I'm, I'm looking at the point score because it's like weird, but it's four passing touchdowns. It's six, but they got, they also do like rush attempts and all that stuff on here. I'm trying to ignore all that mess, but I was, my eyes were running all over the place. Right. But yeah, he had four touchdowns, 25 rushing yards, 335. Yeah. So he, yards, he so. stood back there in the pocket and, and did his thing. So if, if he's going to do that, and of course his running is going to, be there so he's uh he's definitely back on the right side of things sam howell had a decent week last week as well so um i'm I'm definitely starting him if i got him against chicago um on the running back side khalil herbert got a ton of work last week roshan's he got about the same amount he just didn't do a whole lot with it i'm still expecting roshan to slowly as the season goes take more and more away from herbert but if herbert continues to play like he did last week then it's going to be a lot harder for Roshan to take anything from him, but I'm, nobody else on that running back. I'm, I'm looking at on the other side of the ball. I'm only going to play Brian Robinson. That's the only running back I'm concerned about, and uh, he's been he's been really solid this year. So yeah, he's yeah. definitely been even against tough defense. He's still yeah. Terry McLaurin looks like he's getting back on the right side of things. Curtis Samuel's interested in me. I've been picking him up in a few leagues. He just seems to be more involved. They're using him in the backfield as well. So. 
Um, he's definitely worth a roster stash in he deeper leagues. He's a decent flex play. So. Yeah, he had eight targets. He and it it jumped. Yeah, uh, Jahan Dotson has not been really. I think he did get a touchdown last week. He did finally. But, finally. Yeah, but but other than that, I mean his his workload. I mean, well, I guess he got nine targets too. But so. he only had four receptions, and yeah. everybody else is catching the ball. Scary Terry yeah. caught eight of ten. Yeah, you know, I'm expecting Terry to take off from this point. Um, they look like uh, him and Howell finally clicking. Yeah. Uh, DJ Moore, um, yeah, you're going to play him. I mean, he has – he the last three weeks, he's been pretty solid. Last week he put up – had a really good week. So, yeah. outside of that, I'm not looking at playing any of these wide receivers. Uh, we'll talk more about Cole Komet later. Um, and then Logan Thomas has, has been also uh, – it's not like heavily involved, but he's been involved enough, especially in the red zone areas, that he you want to look at him. He'd only got three targets, but he caught all three of them last week, and so and when he's healthy, I think there's something there with, with um, what's his name with how Sam how using him as well. So, yep. So, so that's the Thursday night game, and uh, we'll move on now to uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars at the Bills. Of course, uh, you're playing Josh Allen. We'll talk more about Trevor Lawrence in a minute. Um, but uh, Josh Allen is is uh is the dude you're always going to have him in your lineup. Um, James Cook, you know, uh, what is that noise? I get it. Yeah, James Cook. <laughs> yeah, sorry. He's... A, a buddy of mine uh, has James Cook, and um, he is um, he has been. He asked me last. Well, actually, it was Andrew. He asked me last week about playing. Um, I forget the other players, but James Cook was one of them. And I was just like, oh, I, James Cook would be the, the the least likely of those three that I'd put in the lineup. I'd put the other two in, blah, blah, blah. And uh, and then later that evening, I was just sitting there, and I was like, let me just go look, because I don't really know. I'm just going off in my mind what I think James Cook has done. And, uh, and yeah, he has had a solid year thus far. So I am definitely willing to play James Cook and get him in the lineup. So... Um, you know, like I said, he's just been real solid, you know, and and he and until last week he hadn't scored any touchdowns. So yeah, finally um, got his touchdown yeah, last week. So when you get the t- you start Break getting the, the touchdowns, ice. yeah, you start getting the touchdowns plus the volume. Um, I'm looking at any of these other running backs. Travis Etienne, you're going to play. Tank Bigsby still hasn't really eaten into the opportunities for Etienne, so I'm not worried about him, and I'm definitely not playing him. Yeah, um, Ridley and Kirk. I'm playing Zay Jones. I'm, I think he's still dealing with something. I know he's questionable, so he may not play. But against the Bills, I'm probably not playing anybody but Ridley and Kirk. And then, of course, you're playing Stephon Diggs. Gabe Davis has been freaking solid here of he's late. He's definitely been getting his touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. He is a one thing about Davis is he is Allen's favorite red zone target. It's, yeah, he's definitely is. He, he'll get three targets and. Two of them will be in the red zone. Yes. So, I mean that, and that, he comes down with it a lot. He of gets time, value. So. Yeah, he gets value. If you go, I don't know the percentages off the top of my head, but throughout his career with Josh Allen, the red zone when he's the routes that he runs in the red zone and the percentage of the time that he gets targeted on those routes is insane. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, Evan Ingram. Yes. Uh, Dalton Kincaid has really it, it kind of shifted last week in the targets. Him and. Um, Knox. Knox have been basically equal all year until last week where he had 22 targets, and I think Knox only had 13. Or no, I'm talking about routes. Oh. Yeah, no, I'm like, wow. Where the routes is that, that information yeah. coming from? The, the routes they ran. And he also had five targets, caught four of them last week. So 
Dalton Kincaid, I'm, I'm, um, I've got him stashing a couple uh, redraft benches, so I'm kind of hoping that uh, he starts um, becoming more and more of the starting tight end for them. Yeah. So I think this could be a week you could start him, especially the way the tight, tight end well, landscape that, is. They said Knox is dealing with a quad injury anyway, so yeah. it, it's been something. I mean, if Knox don't play, absolutely start Yeah, definitely. So anything else about this game you want to hit on? Mm-hmm. All right, next game we're going to talk about. Bills. <laughs> is the <laughs> Eagles at the Rams – Let's see. It is. Yeah. Mm, go ahead and start with something. De- hey, huh? definitely going to play Jalen Hurts. You're probably going to play both sides of this ball. Jalen Hurts and Matthew Stafford both. Um, Stafford's been – he throws the ball. He's been a mediocre – if you drafted Stafford hoping more than likely you had him as a QB2 yeah. on most people. But, I mean, you're still going to play him. He, he's not going to kill you. He's not going to go negative. Yeah, th- I mean, the Eagles got a good defense, but they haven't – been super tough against yeah, fancy quarterbacks. Shut anyone they out, shut the yeah, running but, backs down, and that's mm-hmm. where you're, you're worried. But you're going to play Kyron Williams yep. with the Rams as long as just, he comes in healthy and there's nothing yeah. that lingers. Yeah. Well, and, and the good thing is Kyron can have a shit game, but if they do get in, inside the five, he's going to get all the carries to get well, that. Touchdown. Well, that and he gets all the pass catch. Like every throw, short throw, it seems like goes to him anyway. He yeah. gets a lot of pass catching work. And right now, I mean. Matt Stafford isn't really throwing a lot of touchdowns because Kyron Williams is getting – if they get close to the goal, Kyron Williams is getting yeah, all the, the, he, the touchdowns down there. So, And like you said, he, and, and then he's getting some pass catching stuff. So you're going to put him out there. Just don't – I wouldn't expect, you know, a 30-point week out of him, yeah. especially against this defense. DeAndre Swift is out there. I don't really know what to do with Gainwell right now. He's been – I eat if you're in a deep league playing the two flex with what little bit of work he gets. Yeah, it's, yeah. they're not using him near like they did week one. But you know, I mean, but. I don't know if if you're desperate. Sure, uh, Puka Naku is in the lineup. Tutu yep. Atwill is the only one that concerns me because they haven't. They had did. I uh, should have said that in news, but they have activated um, Cooper Cup off of the IR. He is in the 21 day window, so they don't have to. Play or he, you know, he still cannot play or whatever for 21 days. So, you know, hopefully we'll know more as the week goes whether he's playing this week. I hope he is. I hope he's healthy. If he's playing, I'm not. I'm not doing anything with Tutu. Um, I'm definitely not playing any of these other wide receivers. Uh, AJ Brown, Devonta Smith, yes and yes, 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 always. Those are set them and forget them type players. Higby's been stepping up with some targets. He had 11 targets last week. You wow. Know? Yeah. Um, again, though, That's I don't a, know what Cup's impact is going to have, you know. It, once he gets back. Right, in and the game script, I didn't watch the game, so I don't know how much of the game script was was uh, attributed to those 11 targets. But it's good to, It's good that uh, Stafford knows he's still alive. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and then Dallas Goddard, I need him to step up big. We'll probably talk about him a little later. Okay, well. I, I think we'll be talking about him a little well, later. Well, good. Um, so there's that. So, um, anything else on that game you want to hit on? Yeah, no. I mean... Yeah, no. Yeah, no. All I right. think the Eagles stay undefeated, though, so... If that means anything to you. I do, too. <laughs> I do, too. Chiefs at the Vikings. The Vikings, um, they, they got their win last week against the Panthers. That's a good team to get a win against because they, they have yet to win a game. Um, but uh, Pat Mahomes and the crew are rolling into Minnesota. Yeah, you're starting both quarterbacks. Isaiah Pacheco was the man um, last week on Sunday night football. Yes, Sunday night football. <laughs> I don't know if it was because Taylor was in the house and he just was trying to show off and maybe slide in on, on Kelsey or something. But uh, he actually had three targets, caught all three of them. If he's going to get the pass catching work too, 
I'm talking about uh, Pacheco to the moon, bro. But yeah. he had 20 carries, 115 yards, and a tud. Um, we know that Minnesota's defense is not good. So I, I'm, I'm excited to get Pacheco out there. McKinnon, I guess, in deeper leagues, I'm willing to throw him out there just in hopes that he gets some some passing. It, it turns into a McKinnon week out of yeah. nowhere. Yeah, that seems to happen occasionally. Uh, Alexander Madison, yeah. Cam Akers, you know, I still don't want to put him in, but he's somebody that you need to roster because it seemed like they, they're going to be work, getting him more and more involved. So the wide receivers, I don't know what to do with the wide receiver. I mean, obviously with the, the Vikings, you're playing Jefferson, you're playing Addison. Even in deeper leagues, you can play Osborne. Um, but on the other side of the ball, Kadarius Tony, no, I don't want to play him. Yeah, Sky Moore, no. no, I don't want to play him. Rasheed Rice, if I had to play one, he would be the one because he's getting most of the snaps um, or most of the targets, I should yeah, he's say. He's getting most of the targets. I mean, he had five last week when the other one's two and three, I think. Yeah. So. Kadarius Tony's averaging around 25% of the snaps, so that's not – but Sky Moore and Rasheed Rice are out there for majority of the snaps. But that's, that's it, really. I mean – yeah. I, but I don't want to play any of them if I can get away with it. Yeah, exactly. Because the real receiver is Travis Kelsey, and yes, he's in always. And then TJ Hawkinson on the other side of the ball. Yes. No no need to even uh, worry about that. But I think it's going to be a good game. I, th- I hope Minnesota's offense can compete with Kansas City's offense so we have a high-scoring game. That's what I would like to see. They, they should be able to. I mean, if Kansas City comes out and did like they did against the Jets, I mean, it might not. <laughs> I mean, it kind of looked like they were struggling a little bit. Outside of Pacheco's run yeah. ability, yeah. they couldn't get the ball down. Yeah, Mahomes all, did so. not look great on uh, on Sunday Night Football. So, um, But, I, you know, it's Mahomes. Uh, it'll, it'll turn around. Yeah, yeah it's it'll, it, always, it always flips. And then the Sunday Night game – for uh, next this week is the Cowboys at the 49ers. Uh, the Cowboys defense is stifling um, when they're when they're clicking and they're on. They they're just dominant, yes. dominant defense. And and when that happens, you don't need the offense to do much. And that's the only concern I have. I mean, I'm playing them if I got them. I've, I got Dak. Uh, I mean, I'd play. I don't know if I'd play Purdy over Dak this week based off of the Dallas d- defense, you know. And the 49ers got a pretty stout defense as well. So, I mean, it could be yeah. a, a straight-up barn burner between it just uh, six uh, to nine at the yeah, final or something. Yeah, it, the, offensive, the offensive players, I mean, uh, we're playing McCaffrey. Yes, you're he's, playing McCaffrey. He's the, he's the, we decided uh, before the, the podcast, he's the forever smash. The forever <laughs> smash. <laughs> I'm playing Pollard, but I'm not touching any other backs. Mm-mm. I'm playing CeeDee Lamb. I'm not touching any other wide receivers. Nope. I'm playing Ayuk, and the only way I'm playing Debo is if they come out and he says, yeah, I'm good, I'm not hurting. If, it, he, if he's limited all week and he's still nursing these ribs i'm probably not playing debo this yeah, week no, it's, and the only problem is is I, it, I people have debo i don't know if they got anybody better unless they got puka or somebody yeah yeah exactly know? or they got lucky and grabbed one of these like like jake ferguson on the other side of the ball as far as a, a tight end if they were filling in a flex spot yeah. or you know if they were if they could flip it and play him in a flex right play somebody that might get volume over it um kittle's been killing me but i'm you know I, i've actually pivoted away from him in a couple leagues me with too. with the likes of like um zach Ertz and freaking logan thomas i got sam laporta yeah and, laporta. One, and yeah. then i've got ferguson I, I took kittle out and put ferguson yep in, i've uh or i picked up ferguson one and i'm playing ferguson he's uh he he seems to be a favorite red zone target he's he's had three of the four weeks he's played he's had seven targets yeah and the one week he didn't get seven he still got four targets um, and he got the touchdown that week. So, yeah. I mean, it kind of evened out to where he's he's definitely getting decent points for you, too. I mean, yeah, so this offense isn't 
what you would call a big play offense. They just uh, – oh, I just got an alert that says Javante Williams did not practice today with the quad. So what I read earlier mm. was wrong. But, um, yeah, so Jack Ferguson is, is interesting. If he's out there, you need to get him. But uh, there's that. That's the Sunday night game. And then real quick on the Monday night game, you got Jordan Love and Jimmy G. I'm playing Jordan Love against Vegas. Uh, I don't know if I'm playing Jimmy G. Yeah, it's a kind of a hard call on that one. It just depends on what the other options are. <laughs> exactly. um, I need Aaron Jones to be healthy and up to his usual self. I'm, I'm staying away from booty cheeks. Yeah. Uh, A.J. Dillon can stay on the bench. Josh Jacobs, yes, please. Nobody else. No. Mm-mm. Romeo Dobbs, to me, is the number one right now with Green Bay. He has, the, uh, the, the I think, the best connection with yeah. – um, with uh, love. love, there it is. Man, all I had to do was scroll up. <laughs> um, Chris, you know, Christian Watson is a, a dice roll to me. I mean, he had four targets last week, but he only caught two of them. But he did get a touchdown, so yeah. he's a big play guy. But other than that, Reed is also a dice roll. Deep leagues, I'm not scared to put Reed in a flex. No, I mean, he, he's, he's done me good three weeks in a row. He's had now, at least so five I mean, targets every week he's played. Yeah. And they do utilize him out of the backfield occasion. Well, I guess only one time this season, but. But yeah. So yeah, I guess I'd be willing to play him. Musgrave, he's a tight end that seems to be emerging. He'd get, he was, I mean, if you go and look at what, uh, was this the guy, Degura? Degura, yeah. Yeah. So after, after, he hasn't had but two targets all season. After Musgrave went down, Dude played 63% of the snaps, had four targets, caught all four. So that tells you that Musgrave would have probably dominated that second half. Yeah. Because Musgrave is a far more athletic than Degura, Deguara, or whatever his name is. So um, <laughs> if Musgrave's healthy, he's out there. But Deguara could be a sneaky play, especially in DFS, if Musgrave doesn't play. But I think he's out there. You know, I think he's through the protocol and all that and then no i'm not playing austin hooper or michael mayer or michael mayer but we are playing Devonte adams oh yeah i'm sorry i probably from, yeah and, and probably take a shot Jacoby with myers. Jacoby myers especially if um you know garoppolo is coming back and he seems to be a, garoppolo loves Jacoby. yeah it seems to be a good target for him and but nobody else yeah no nobody so. else well there it is there's some games some breakdown of some games this week and from there we're going to roll into daniel's don'ts <laughs> All right, my first don't of the week is Trevor Lawrence against the Bills. The Bills are number one against opposing quarterbacks. Quarterbacks they give on average seven and a half points fantasy points to opposing quarterbacks, and in, in um, you know regular leagues that don't have weird S scoring. <laughs> so um, I'm definitely looking to pivot if I can. Um, you know, I would go with Josh Dobbs if I can get him. I'll play him over over Trevor Lawrence this week. Uh, and, and, and it's not like Trevor's been looking dominant this year anyway. You yeah, know? No, he's been middle of the road. He's not like he was last year. No. Um, yeah. And I don't think this is the week they're going to get on track against KC. The mm-hmm. only thing you can hope for is a shootout and uh, and and somehow that they – you know, he, it clicks for him. But I just don't think that's going to be the case. They, they are a tough, tough defense. Yeah. My second one is – um. Oh, Jerry Judy against the uh, against the Broncos, huh? Yeah, that oh seems God. legit. Jerry Judy versus the Jets. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> the Jets are given twelve and a half to all opposing wide receivers, so I probably wouldn't play any wide receivers if I can get away with it. 
um, on the Broncos, but I just picked one, and it's Jerry Judy because I have him, and I'm going to bench him this week for Jacoby Myers. Huh? That's a nice so, swap. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Cole Komet had a really good week last week, but this isn't the week he's going to get good again. I think he's going to have a tough week against Commanders. They give up two points on average through the first four weeks to opposing tight ends. Nice. So. That's a- Two points. Yeah, and so I I'm, I don't think that this is going to be the Cole Komet week. So it's just if, barely if, more than I score. Yeah. So if you have Cole Komet and you're happy he got two touchdowns last week and looked great, um, you may want to see if you can pivot to somebody else. But there it is. There's Daniel's don'ts. Pow. All right, we're going to move into Baker's power bottoms. I love it. Love it. Kissy, kissy, kissy. All right. So I started with um I started with the Kansas City game. Mainly because I'm hoping it's going to be an absolute shootout. And I'm going to go to someone he didn't throw a lot to last week, but he didn't play as many snaps. But Justin Watson, um, as far as a Baker's bottom is concerned, if, if everybody else is taken, the other three are typically rostered in you know deeper leagues with Ross and um, Sky Moore and Kadarius Toney. But Justin Watson averages three targets a game yep. and slowly working his, working his way in. He does good with what he's got. And I think if this does turn into a shootout, we know Mahomes is. We're gonna, there's going to be at least one that's like, "Who's that guy?" And if you already know who the guy <laughs> yeah, is, you're ahead yeah, of the game. And I yeah. think Watson's going to be well, one of them. And so. that's a wide receiver room that it just. We just need one person to catch the eye of yeah. Patrick Mahomes. We just need one person to become Patrick Mahomes' Taylor Swift <laughs> to their Travis Kelsey playing quarterback. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I but, know y'all are tired of Taylor Swift. I'm sorry, but yeah, it's it's, a, it's against. <laughs> It's against Minnesota, who we yeah. know could easily turn into a huge shootout game, and yeah. everybody's going to get a little something, and you might as well get a part of the game. So, yeah. I think if you if you're stretching, you're digging. Justin Watson could be a could turn up for you. Um, this next one is um, Bills player uh, Latavius Murray. Yeah, I, I know a lot of people don't want to play him, but I mean he's averaged a touchdown in the last one in the last three games at least one if they get inside the five murray's getting the ball he's got more touchdowns so far this year than cook does cook's doing more work and get more opportunities but at least you know with murray he's gonna be the guy that's gonna get the work damon harris isn't doing much of anything there and i mean in a deep play he they do use him i mean he gets a little bit of pass catching work he gets a little he does see the ball every game and it, it don't take nothing for this guy to just oh no Murray just got a touchdown like you know it's it, it's crazy but I will say it, it'd be a damn damn sneaky if all I got to do is get five points over the Baker's bottom yeah. I think Murray could easily get that for you <laughs> and then last but not least um, Dalton Schultz the um, yep, tight end tight on end. Houston yep. C J Stroud is hey, looking like the best quarterback out of this draft right now right now it's between him and Richardson and I think he's got at Richardson edged. Yeah, I, I think it's I think as far as like QB reading defenses, throwing the ball, accuracy, you know, being that quarterback. Richardson's got better legs. He's got yeah, yeah, yeah. offense more designed for him too. But CJ Stroud's turning shit up, and they're slowly working Dalton Schultz more and more into this offense. We know he can be a pass catching tight end, like yes, very yes. very efficient, and he did it with Dallas, and it's slowly working away. He got a touchdown last week. I think it can. This could be a and, guy you could pick up now, right, off of waivers, and be able to sit on and potentially use him the rest of the season. And I don't know who their offensive coordinator is, but I'm pretty sure he came from the 49ers with D'Amico Ryan. And then I don't think they're running that Shanahan offense, but there's definitely elements of it in there. And yeah. one of the major elements of a Shanahan offense um, is I won't say a tight end play, but it's 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 somebody because 
the, the, the Dolphins don't use it, but they use elements of it. The person that's going to the, – the zone beaters, the guy that's, mm-hmm. that can go sit down in the zone, the guy that's going to come across the middle is going to be the underneath guy, so they can use those big play guys like Nico Collins downfield. Yep. And so they try to play it on levels, and they need they need that second-level receiver. And a lot of times it's, it's a tight end play. With the Dolphins, it's a Braxton Berrios play. <laughs> but uh, yeah. But, um, you know, so it's definitely all part of that – Hybrid, I think it's a hybrid type West Coast scheme that that Shanahan runs. So yeah, um, so yeah, he's, it, it, you know, you, you the thing about when you're dealing with a rookie quarterback is, and it's kind of the same thing that's going on with the Packers and why I keep saying that Jordan Love is is, is somebody you need to get. Is these guys are still developing within their systems and their players and their chemistries and all these things, and it just. You may have a guy that doesn't get anything for three whole weeks, and then he has eight targets in a week. Yeah, and also because something clicked out. in practice, yep. and he realized that oh my god, I can depend on Dalton Schultz. I can get the ball, and when I'm when I'm getting pressured or you know whatever, I, if I need to just move the ball five or six yards and stay stay on schedule or ahead of schedule, then I can I can find this guy. I can trust that he'll make the play. So well, let's start looking to him more frequently too. I mean, you'll see a progression throughout the year. Yeah. I, I notice it a lot with tight ends. And not even rookies, just tight ends in general. You'll see, like in the beginning of the season, it's like, who is this guy? Yeah. And then by you know week seven, week eight, all of a sudden he's the favorite target. You know, on right. when they're getting pressured or you know it's, get it's, rid of the ball. I wish Bryce so. Young. If you watch what um, Andy Dalton did, even though they lost against Seahawks, and which, what I'm hoping Bryce saw as well is that decision making, that immediate boom. I I, I I check my first read, maybe check my second read, and now I'm looking for. That either my check down RB or my check down tight end or yeah. somebody that's in that soft area in the middle of the field that I feel like I can get a few yards and not get sacked for ten. Exactly. Well, you can get the or ball throw out. an incompletion. Yeah, get the ball out and get it downfield a little bit. Yeah. Every little bit counts, you know. And so. so yeah, and so um, yeah, and and what it does too is once you pull that defense in on these receivers, then it opens up for those downfield plays. And so I think you know the Texans are, are sneaky right now. And I like to talk about Stroud's looking great. So, yeah, I love that Dalton Schultz. I think he's going to be an emerging tight end throughout the rest of the year. He definitely, And you can get on ground level. This is just a, you know, Baker's bottom now. But Yeah. I mean, you had, if we go back and look at your bottoms this season, you've had a few on there that they were bottoms that week, and now they're on everybody's roster. So I, I know I got Wilson a couple places with my yeah. with my waiver claim. Right. So. Yep. And I'm not scared to play him. Hey, he put nah. him out there. So. No, Michael Wilson. Yeah, he was last week's bottom, and I mean, he's he's definitely going to be. Uh, I think as they move forward, is going to be somebody you can depend on. Yes. All right. So from there, we're going to roll into our smashes of the week. Um, let's see. I don't know. Mix it up a little bit there. Yeah, just a hair. <laughs> All right, so I'll kick it off. My quarterback smash of the week we mentioned a second ago is Anthony Richardson. Um, I don't know why I do this. I got Anthony Richardson at Indianapolis. He's, he's playing. <laughs> that's where he's playing. I know. <laughs> I don't understand. Like I, I, I'm, I'm writing. I want to write down who they're playing, and I end up writing down their own f- freaking team. Well, that's probably because where they're at. It's the Titans at. Indianapolis. Yes. So, so he's playing against the Titans but, at home. But he is at Indianapolis. Yeah, so yeah, so you, you got it right. You're still uh, right. So stupid. <laughs> anyway, the Titans um, are a team that they, they will give up the pass. They're tough on the, the running backs. But um, I think this is going to be a, a good week for Anthony Richardson to be able to use his legs and complete some passes. And you're probably going to have a really good fancy week out of it. I do want to apologize for last week's quarterback smash of Daniel Jones. 
I did not realize his O line was going to put a hit out on him, <laughs> but uh, so I apologize for that. But I think I'm going to get back on track this week with Anthony Richardson. So, all right. So, who's your quarterback smash of the week? My quarterback smash of the week is Jordan Love against the Raiders, mm. the ever growing, falling apart Raiders. Um, I just he's he's looked good so far this year, but I think the Raiders are if Jimmy G plays, they're going to be just good enough to keep the score at least on their tails to where he's, they're going to have to throw the ball and not just run the ball the entire game. So I feel it's going to be good enough to where Jordan Love's going to get out there and get you some points. It's going to yeah. be a good week. I mean, he's I been won't say Jordan Love's so. looked good this year. He's looked good on your fantasy stats. Oh, yeah. Definitely. He hasn't looked necessarily good yeah. playing. It's I mean, not, his, yeah, cla- watching him yeah, is his pass of... completion percentage is buns. But he gets his touchdowns, and he does keep – because I I, I, uh, I made a trade to get rid of him today, but I have had him through four weeks, and he has done me just right. Oh, yeah. Um, all right, well, who's your running back smash? My running back smash is in the same game, but on the other side of the ball. It's Joshua Jacobs. Um, using him more and more, he had a big game last week against the Chargers, and uh, his carries have gone up. I mean, week two he only had 19, nine carries, but it's also his targets. Yeah. I mean, when Jimmy G was out there, he was getting six and five, and last week he got 11 with Aiden O'Connell, the yeah. rookie out there. But I think that the, – the, it made Aiden look a lot better and took some of the pressure off when they were using him in pass catching, and maybe they kind of play into that a little more, hopefully. But they, they saw, I mean, he, he had 11 targets. He'd come down with nine of them for 81 yards. He's a good, solid target, and against yeah. Green Bay, I think he could definitely put up some points. This is the same type thing that happened last year. The first three weeks or so, he was like nine points a game, and now he and then he took it just off. takes off. And it yeah, was like, like week four or five, and he took off and, and, and finished as the – Depending on what format you're in, either the first or second run, fantasy run yeah. back, So, so I just think it's going to be a good week for him again. It's a, it's going to be a smash week for him. Yeah. So, well, my smash running back of the week is David Montgomery versus the Panthers. The Panthers are a just turnstile for running backs. They don't know how to stop them. Um, and last week, David Montgomery had 32 carries. He was he had three or, th- or four touchdowns. They couldn't stop him. They couldn't, they couldn't do anything to stop him. Um, I think that Carolina is going to be just good enough in the first half to probably keep the game close. But I think at some point Denver's going or uh, Denver. You know who Detroit they last week too? Who Green Bay? Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Another part of why right, why you got Josh, why Jacobs. I got Josh Jacobs smashing this week. So. Um, but yeah, they're at home, so I, I think Detroit's probably. I don't. I'm not going to say they're going to blow the Panthers out, but in, late in that game, they're going to. You know, third, f- fourth quarter, they're just going to be handing the ball off to Montgomery and smashing. Just let him go. Yeah. yeah. So he is my smash play. And my wide receiver smash of the week is Nico Collins at Atlanta. We talked a little bit about Stroud a second ago. Nico Collins is his go-to downfield guy. He's looked great. He's got to be in your lineups. And um, Atlanta's defense is okay, but I just think that the, with what um, the Texans got going right now with Stroud and Nico, I think it's going to continue into this week, and, I, and you're going to get another great week out of Nico Collins. So who's yeah. your wide receiver? Uh, my wide receiver this week is CeeDee Lamb. Um, I know they're going against the 49ers, which is a tougher defense, but he is. I, I watched a lot of his targets anyways, the breakdown of the game and everything, and he's one of those that's just going to make his quarterback look good. He can just get it no matter what his coverage is. I mean, it, he had six targets and came down with four of them last week, and the two that – one was just completely uncatchable, and the other one was – like the defender was all in his grill, and I'm pretty certain there was a flag thrown. So right. it was one of those where you know you hate to see it because your receiver didn't get those yards, which that'd be kind of cool if that happened. But either way, <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I, I just think it's going to be a good game. It's going to be a. It's definitely going to be a game where they're going to have to throw the ball. They're not going to be able to rely on Purdy against the, the right. San Francisco front. So, I think it's going to be a good game for Lamb. He's going to get a lot more targets and come down with a lot more ball. Well, what, how, what is what, what is what is Purdy got to do with it? Not Purdy. What did I say, Purdy? Yeah, I was confused for a second. Why you meant Dak. Purdy? Yeah, I meant yeah. Dak. Okay. Well, Dak's kind of Purdy. Well, <laughs> well, I mean, if it's compared to Lamar, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's beautiful yeah. compared to Lamar. <laughs> he, he is. He is. He is. <laughs> All right. So, uh, who's your tight end smash? This might help. This might. Well, I don't know if it's going to help anybody, but it might um, boost people's belief in football a little bit more again. Because I think this week is going to be Dallas Goddard's week to show out and show up. God, I hope you're right. I, I think this is going to be the the awakening. I guess it was because I mean he's not against the Rams. Against the Rams, he's had decent targets, but it's all been short yardage. And I mean, week one he only had one target, but then he had seven, seven, and then four last week, which is really low too. But his snap percentage increased all the way up last week he played 100 percent of the snaps and only got four targets for two receptions so but i think that i think it's going to come out they're playing against the los angeles rams i don't know the stats i didn't look up the stats i just this is more of a gut a gut play i i didn't want to go with the obvious stuff and i just feel that goddard's going to be he's going to be a superstar this week well i did go with uh the metrics and that's why that i went with the tight end that most people are going to tell me I'm insane for picking, but I hope next week I can tell you all you should have listened to me. <laughs> My smash play is Adam Troutman, uh. who has been non-existent for two weeks, but he's playing against the Jets, and the Jets are a tough defense except against tight ends. They are the worst defense, to, uh, or the best, depending on how you look at it, but they give up more point, fantasy points to tight ends than any other team or any other defense, and I think that they're going to need that because – Sauce Gardner um, is going to be shutting down whatever wide receiver. We talked about the wide receivers for the Broncos earlier. He's good enough. He'll probably shut them all down. Yeah. And so, <laughs> and so if you can't throw to your wide receivers and you can't get a running game going because you got a hurt running back and then meh after that, Yeah. well, it looks like it's time to see where that tight end can do. Yeah, time to start bringing the tight <laughs> so ends So tight end might, might be the way to go, and that's where I, my logic lies. So Adam Troutman this week against the Jets, if you got him, play him, and then – um, we can uh, talk about it next week. If he, if he does buns, I'll forget that I said any of this. <laughs> I did just drop Troutman in one league and pick up somebody I else. I dropped him like last week on a lot of places. <laughs> <laughs> so, But, but I'm gonna, yeah, I'm, it could yeah, definitely if you're around. hurting at tight end and you're just trying to find, especially if you're looking for an upside play, if you're in a tough matchup or you're, you, you're looking at a matchup where you, you're pretty sure you're going to get your brains beat out and playing, you know, I don't know, some average schmo, um, you know, you're, you're Higby or somebody, and yeah. you're just going to throw him out there and see what happens. Well, Troutman could get could get you a week where he gets a couple touchdowns. So, yeah, you know, I'm just telling you, if there's nowhere else to go with the ball, but and that's the main that's that's one of the main reasons the Jets give up so many points to tight end is because they shut everything else down so well. They don't cover that that well because they're they're a pressure defense. So a lot of their their linebackers and shit are are, are chasing quarterbacks and and whatnot. Yeah. So they leave a little bit of uh, space in the middle of that field, and and if the quarterback can realize that before he gets his freaking head broke, then he can dump it off to his tight end over the middle. So, and and we know that Russ generally throughout his career has loved tight ends. So yeah, all right, definitely. Well, there it is. There's the list. Uh, there's the smashes. There's the info. There's all the good stuff. It's kind of a short show this week, but we'll be back with you tomorrow for the DFS show. And uh, until then, 
Hope you guys have a good week out there, and we shall talk to you later. Later. Holla.